0: on bears fans breeze nation what's good it's your boy pat the designer back at it again we got a lot of ups and downs to talk about today but it seems that justin fields will not be starting per matt eberflus does is is that the right call are we going to have to see more from justin or is this a simple we don't want him to play against the colts situation that he's in right now also got to give you guys a little bit of an injury update On our own starting center, Cody Whitehair, which brings me quite a bit of concern. We'll talk about that. And uh, listen, bull schedule release, we got to get into that as well. All that and more on today's episode of the Windy City Breeze Sports Talk Daily. Hit that like button, subscribe to the page. We do talk Chicago sports daily. And make sure that you hit that bell so that you get notified every time we go live or just drop some fire content. Fire, 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 fire. Kids, what's good?
1: What's good? What's good? What's good? Man, let's jump into it, man. Let's jump into this uh interesting development. I know it's a late live for most people. So if you're sitting here rocking with us at 9 o'clock Central, you're Eastern. It's 10 for you. If you're West Coast, maybe it's a little better. But we appreciate you all. Nonetheless, we know we do this for you all. Uh Saturday, we're supposed to live call the Bears game. And we thought it was going to be an exciting one. Turns out it might not be. Justin Fields may not be playing. I have my own thoughts on that. But, Pat, you got to tell me. How do you feel about it man? how do you feel you feel like this is the right move
0: i don't i don't think he's there yet to where you can say no but you brought up a very interesting uh point um not to take your point but the, i thought that when you said it it kind of made sense and and it goes into what we saw joint practice today right joint practice was very chippy today and you're going into that joint practice, coming out of that joint practice losing a major piece in mm-hmm. cody white and you have a team that seems like they want to be very chippy around your quarterback, can you risk that in a game? That's the real question that you have to ask yourself. I'm not in favor of not seeing Justin Fields out there because the only thing that we've got on tape of Justin Fields is the three-for-three, but we did hear from Matt Iberflues today, and he said basically that, you know, he likes where the quarterback is at. He likes where Justin Fields is at. He likes how he's going through his reads. He likes what he's seeing from him in this joint practice. And at that right, here's the thing. And I've asked many, I've asked Jason McKee, Lance Briggs, right? As many athletes mm-hmm. as I can ask, where are Slight you getting, flex. where are you getting most of your impact from in games like this? And he said the joint practices, both of them have said you you get more from joint practice than you get from this preseason game on Sunday because, or on Saturday, I should say, because you're actually getting to see him go up against the the uh, a real defense for consistent reps getting up to go mm-hmm. against the number ones and you know if, if you like what you're seeing from him um uh, which it seems like maddie Eberflus did i can understand why you would sit him i personally would rather see him out there but i mean like tommy waddle talked about it on today's espn 1000 he said basically like listen the the preseason is about you getting the order, right? It's a dress rehearsal. It's for you to get used to being able to go in and out of a huddle from a sideline. That's that's a real football-sized field, right? He's like, that's really what it is, being able to get organized, being able to, you know, different things like that. So for me, I would like to see Justin Fields out there one more game. I think that it is important to see him get those in-game reps, but it's not like we're not going to see him get in-game reps during the season and it's not like he's a rookie anymore. Justin Fields is a yeah. second-year player, or third-year player coming in and he's in the second year of this season, so I'm not losing my mind one way or the other on this.
1: Got you. Got you. You know what? I actually felt like it was the best move simply because we saw how chippy again, get as you mentioned and as you alluded to uh everyone is freaking out over that play. I don't think it was a dirty play, but I do feel as if that potential was there and you've already lost the player on your you know first uh on your starting line. Like realistically, yeah, it's probably best to save that situation. Like I I wouldn't put Justin out there simply because you know, clearly there's some some animosity there that's going to carry over into Saturday nah we're gonna avoid that now come come regular season time you can't you can't d- duck and dodge that one right you guys just face that head on but it's no need for me to sit there and risk that today no yep. need for me to do that at all and so from that aspect i think it's the right move is it a fan favorite opinion absolutely not like we want to see justin with dj Moore. we want to see them with these real like, time game reps we want to see more than just hey you know, two, three plays, even though they were successful plays. We want to get a nice sample size so we can feel good rolling into the season. I get that. I love that. All that makes sense. But unfortunately, you have to protect your asset. And right now, like you mentioned, he's not – it ain't like he's a rookie or anything like that. He knows the basics. You need to vet the rest of these players anyway. This will probably be a good game considering how, how amped up it is now and the animosity there to really vet out who else you need to keep on your roster or not.
0: Well, and I think that's the thing, right? Too like and and let us know how you guys feel in the chat on the side as well. V Dog in the chat, Demetric in the chat was good. shylanta in the chat. I like that name. Shylanta in the chat was going on, man. Uh D Burns in the chat. Daniel Berry sports highlights in the chat. Steve O in the building. Steve O was good, man. Uh, but no, to me, right? It's here's here's the thing. And, and it, I guess here's the the only pushback that maybe you have. And I asked Courtney Cronin this. I said, what was her big takeaway? from training camp and she said listen i don't believe that justin fields has shown enough to not be playing in this preseason game i think that he this is a game that he does still need to play in this is a game that he does need to get reps in i think now at a minimum right because of the situation that they're in and we the the injury update is uh, um, that basically Cody Whitehair possibly, it, it seemed like from what I'm hearing, it could be a dislocated finger. We saw him go off. He came back. If that's the case though, you're not going to see him out there snapping footballs. You're not going to see him out there playing center probably for, I don't know how long it takes for a dislocated finger to heal. I'm not gonna lie to you. What probably four weeks, uh, 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 in total. So you're probably talking about next week, week before the season and the first two weeks of the season, Lucas Patrick is already hurt. That means you're down to Doug Kramer. And I guess my question in that situation is, if I'm down to Doug Kramer as my starting center, I need to get reps in here where Justin Fields is getting used to this guy being the center. Now, there's still practice that they're going to go through over the next week. It's not like mm-hmm, he's not mm-hmm. going to get an opportunity to go with these guys. But I would like to see that center to, to quarterback handoff situation, because the worst thing in the world is if you're heading right back towards another Sam Mustafer. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey, you and Sam am going to have to duke it out. One hey, time. bro, listen.
0: Courtney like, told hey, me. Y'all talk about started, me and Kobe this White. This part, man Courtney, be
1: trashing Sam, dog.
0: <laughs> hey, listen, but here's the thing. There's actually a reason to trash it. And, and the funny part is, right, Courtney Courtney said <laughs> when we first started the show, she was like, you kind of look like Sam Mustafer without the glasses. I was like, because we mixed? Like, what is that? Like, again, I can't. <laughs> like, just because we mixed? Like, I'm like only 200 pounds light lighter skin? than my man. Because we light-skinned? because we like, both light skin I felt uh, discriminated against now I'm just playing Courtney. you know that's it's all crazy me. but crazy. no I just I just feel like we're in a situation now where right like <clears throat> Sam Mustafar wasn't good but it's one of those situations where I want to see how you're able to how Justin Fields is able to operate with everybody that might be in there and it seems like we could be heading towards Doug Kramer possibly being in your starting lineup as your starting center I love the hometown effect of it and you know hopefully he's able to turn into something but it's like I said last year and this is a very different injury um uh, this is this is a hand injury but mm-hmm. when you start seeing these big guys get hurt you you want to start looking elsewhere and we're seeing it very early in training camp just among the line as a whole you know what I I get it but like
1: you mentioned I don't think he's going to be out that long. I don't think it's anything to really worry about. I think it is something to say, hey, I'm not going to put – don't expect him for the next three to four weeks. So at the very least, what, week two, week one, week two of the yeah. season? There's still a lot of football to play. I think we would be in good shape. Uh, I know the funny thing is, and the the easy thing is for us to overreact a little bit because we're used to something going wrong with Chicago. When we got a good defense, the offense struggles. Get finally get a good offense, then we don't have a or finally get a QB, we don't have a line. Finally get a line in a QB, then we didn't have receivers. So right now we got receivers, and then it's like something's always missing, right? And where you kind of accustomed to that, but I don't. I think this is just part of course. Like I think we'll all be fine in that situation. The biggest thing, and I kind of agree with Courtney. Justin hasn't earned that. Like, it's not like he, he ain't Jalen Hurts yet. Like, he didn't earn the right to sit there and be like, yeah, he ain't playing this game. So Yeah, but
0: you know what? I think it's also a thing where, like, every coach does it a little bit different, right? Every coach, right? Like Like, listen, playing Russell Westbrook into the second – Russell Westbrook – Russell Wilson into the second quarter for Sean Payton the other day after he had been hit four times was dumb. Like, I get what you're trying to do. Like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm going I'm to leave you out there until you go out there and make the right play, until you make a good play, until we see what we're looking to see from you. But that's stupid. You want to know why? Because the second that Russell Wilson gets hit, it's over. So I think each coach has their own, like the season is over, by the way, is what I mean. But, like, I think each coach has their own way of doing things. But it's tough right because and and we can get into this a little bit today what we're hearing from joint practice is that the justin fields looked good in team drills justin fields came out and balled out and had a bunch of plays where where he absolutely was was you know cooking in 11 on 11 uh seven on seven he was doing well finding guys downfield for touchdowns consistently Um, this sounds like the defense looked really well. It sounds like the bears are finally getting themselves into form. And that's what you like to see. That's what you like to hear from, from, you know, these joint practices and stuff like that. And if you're hearing that from the joint practice, what more are you going to see in the game? Right? Even if you lose the game, it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. So I I think that that's probably more of a reason why we're seeing Justin Fields sit in this situation. Unless the only other Mm. thing that I could think is maybe they're going to treat week three versus the Buffalo Bills as the major week where you play Justin into the second half. But this is not Justin Fields only playing a couple of plays. Justin Fields is not playing. So we're probably not going to see Justin Fields again until week one.
1: That's interesting. And and you know what? I get it. I get it. I don't know I don't agree with uh well like as you mentioned you're going to probably see a lot of him in in against the bills. I'd be really excited for that particular game. I think that game is actually I think that's going to cuz everyone's ramping up. I mean, it's a really like like your first official, I don't say official practice cuz they all have joint practices. But you get what I'm saying? Like you get to see real competition. Well, everybody going. don't do it, so that's true, but you get to see real that I think that's going to be the first competitive thing that we see because everyone's ramping up for the first game. You, you everyone wants to win their season open. And so you want as many reps to do that as possible. You only get so many opportunities against the defense that is not your own to actually do that. So I can see them actually using the Bills as a way to do that, and not the Colts. I think the Bills still have a better defense. And so I'm if Justin doesn't play at all this Saturday, okay, that's fine. But I'm really going to be looking forward to that first half versus the Bills because I know the Bills are going to bring it.
0: I, I think, I think one, I don't think the Bills are going to play anybody either. But I think if, if you're not playing them in this game, sit them till the season starts. What's the point? You know what I mean? Like, this, this is the, the game reps? to play them because you get to see a little bit of the reps. You get to see them kind of, you know, getting themselves ready. But, like, the Bills aren't going to play anybody in week three because in week three, you don't want to risk getting anybody hurt. And you also need to see the most from the guys who are on the bubble who aren't might not make the team i think the one thing that maybe to take away from all of this is the fact that you know you do want to know who you're starting who your number two quarterback is going to be on this team and i don't think that it's a guarantee that it's pj walker anymore we thought pj walker coming into this but tyson badgett might win this job hey he looked pretty decent out there and he looks good today in in the joint practices yeah. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if we're talking about Tyson Badgett winning out this job over P.J. Walker because it it sucks to say, because I like P.J., I like him as a backup to Justin. I like the fact that he's already worked with D.J. Moore, different things like that. But he's had a horrible camp. Like, he's been God awful. And so I can't even defend them. I don't have a leg to stand on with them. And 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 you know Tyson Badger comes out today, puts up three touchdowns in in training camp. Like that's what you want to see. He did yeah. exactly what you want to see. He's putting himself in a really good position. And for me, right, like I think that that's what we're going to see over the next two weeks, trying to figure out who realistically your backup quarterback is.
1: I can get that, and I think Tyson has looked great as well. And it, it actually leads me to a different conversation. I save it to the end of the end of this football segment, but um i was shocked and in fact that's probably who i was that's not probably that's who i was trying to refer to instead of pj i said pj i was trying to say tyson yeah uh, referring to a text uh or a tweet I, I sent out last game it's like nah nah it wasn't pj pj went out there. <laughs> <laughs> i went back and looked it wasn't pj at PJ all that's not horrible. the way i saw that's not PJ,
0: it, it it's tough he's he's been awful in in all of camp and you want to see him be successful because realistically right tyson is a is a rookie yep He's trying to figure out where he's going to go. I think at a minimum, you're probably letting go of Peter, man. I do think he's going to be a part of this team. But I don't think you can go into the season feeling confident with P.J. Walker as your backup quarterback. Now, listen, I don't feel confident with Tyson Badger as my backup quarterback either. I hope that we don't get to the point where we have to utilize our backup quarterback. But I don't feel that way.
1: I don't think we're in that era anymore. I don't think we're in the era where we can look at our third string and say, well, we ain't going to get nothing from him. Like I don't I think we're coming out of the era where there's two, there's a lot of talent, just not enough opportunity. Justin ain't Justin ain't did nothing from a throwing perspective to sit there and say, Oh, he's leaps and bounds better than anybody else on this roster.
0: Nah, he have. You can Shit. see it at camp. You can see it. No, like a hundred percent. Like you could tell, just be like, Oh, Justin's not in anymore. Because I ain't seen a pass get completed in three passes. Like it, it's it's a it's a large gap. And that that's the Do one they the all one
1: get thing. the same opportunity,
0: yeah. Yeah, you run the ones, the twos and threes like they're not you're not sitting there like giving Justin. You're giving Justin more. Rep, you're giving Justin reps with the one. But everybody's getting the reps. You know what I mean? So everybody's getting work in there. And and Tyson Badgin has he hasn't looked amazing either throughout the entire camp. But you could tell like he's built every day. P.J. Walker's just looked terrible the entire time. It's just like, oh, man, he missed that pass. Saw that coming.
1: Badgett um that kid on the cleveland browns
0: what's his name
1: y'all know what i'm talking about deshaun watson no he's his backup young kid
0: uh are you talking about kelly Mond? is that Kellen? Mond?
1: no he he he, he probably should replace Kellen Mond.
0: uh he's a third stringer I'm, I'm sorry dog i i don't really keep up with backup qbs a ton. josh dobbs No, 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 no. Is it the Browns? I'm talking about it, has to be the Browns because I just
1: I just did something on that.
0: Yeah, Josh. Uh, It's not the Browns then. Are you talking about the Eagles? Talking about the Colts, Gardner Minshew.
1: What is this full name? Dorian Thomas Thompson Robinson DTR. That's what he's saying. That kid got it. That kid is nice.
0: Yeah, but see, I think I think the thing is, right, when you start having – I'm not trying to go too de- deep into backup conversation here. No, we're like, not
1: going – I'm just saying, like, I don't think we're in the era so much where I'm like, hey, you know, if we get there, it's like, one, I ain't seen too much. Like, you can see the difference, but it's like I think we're slowly but surely getting to an era of football where you're – there's a lot of talented people who just don't get starter opportunity. Like, I think we're slowly getting into that era. Whereas before, you had your starter, and it was like, who the
0: heck are these guys? Yeah.
1: Like, I, and I yeah, think. That, I don't know about all that.
0: It, it, I think at the end of the day, the number one defense is when they get a chance to game plan against you, make life a lot harder.
1: <laughs> yeah, but now you get to game plan against starters, and there's 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 the elite of the elite, and then there's everybody else. And realistically, I've been saying this for a long there's only four people who no matter what you throw at them, you're going to still have a tough time. Everybody else has a really, really tough time outside of those four people it just it just is what it is and i i like i said we have to totally change the way we go about our top 10 top 15 qbs because from 5 to 15 they have a whole lot in common and we've all seen them struggle massively against the right defense so like anybody can get it at any time like i think i just think it's just the talent in the league has progressed and we're getting to that era where like yeah defenses are better qbs are better like yeah, like I—that's I, how I, I feel about. When I, I, look I don't at know. It.
0: I still think we're in the era of you got good, you got great, and then you got okay, and okay is not gonna cut it, right? Like an okay quarterback. I think Brett Favre was talking. To, was the one that said he said an okay quarterback can uh throw a football through a door frame. A good quarterback can hit the doorknob. Your your elite quarterbacks can hit the keyhole. Hey, you all call
1: an okay quarterback the epitome of mid. And there's a lot of okay quarterbacks on the top 100.
0: Yeah, but you got to take error into account too. Offenses weren't built the same. Offense- no, I'm talking about
1: top 100 this season, rolling into this season. There's a some people of- on that list that be like, okay, a lot of okay quarterbacks on the top. I mean, 100. Justin made the top 100
0: as the only bear to do. Was he the only bear to shoot? He was the only bear to make it. I don't know. I just it's it's one of those situations where like for me, when I look at what what I want to see on Saturday now, I wanted to see Justin Fields in the number one offense do more than just three screen passes. Now, granted, I know that the offense is going to do more. And realistically, they're probably not going to do more than a few screen passes to get you down the field. Um, but coupling that with what we saw today in joint practice and it sounded like joint practice went really well for the offense outside of more injury concerns. You know that they're, they're they're packing it in they're getting things ready for oh i'm watching them right now this is the dude you're talking about oh he is nice oh he just took off how he could just get out of that <laughs> <The> <laughs> He's, Cleveland hey Browns buddy player got right it now. bro
1: i don't well i saw him i was like that ain't deshaun watson <laughs>
0: like, oh no this ain't him man this ain't him i don't think his last name long enough this dude don't look big enough to be in the nfl but no i just hey, i i'm not don't look big enough to be in the nfl though. i'm know. i'm not um I think that now it's just, right, you, you're Matt is basically saying we're looking to fill out our roster. We're looking to pack it in, fill out our roster, get to the regular season healthy. And it's because of the situation the Bears are in. Right now you look at this Bears team, uh, day two of practice underway, Bears not participating, Eddie Jackson, Jaquan Brisker, Chase Claypool, Tyler Scott, Tremaine Edmonds, Valus Jones, Lucas Patrick, Tristan Ebner, Josh Blackwell, Demarcus Gates. Outside of three people out, that I listed on that list, Everybody that I just named has some sort of role with this team. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Mm. Really back in. Hold on.
1: Why Bayless Jones ain't playing? Practicing. Probably tweak something. Fam, he need every rep. Fam. Fam. No. <laughs> Hell no. Hey, this? No. No,
0: absolutely not. No. 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 Hey, what he tweak? What's wrong with him? I don't know, dog. Probably something soft tissue, but it, it's it's one of those things. Now here's the thing: it don't mean Bayless ain't playing in the in the Colts game, right? Like I think the the main thing is that. Um, Justin isn't playing. That doesn't mean everybody's not going to play. You probably won't see DJ Moore on the field, but I don't know if Tyler Scott's going to go. You know, and, and guess what? With these soft tissue injuries, they're being very, very cautious. They're not going to put guys out there in a situation where you can make things worse. So you're probably not going to see Tremaine Edmonds all preseason. You're probably not going to see Jaquan Brisker all preseason. Chase Claypool all preseason. You just you're not going to see Justin I don't Fields need to all, see preseason. all
1: preseason.
0: Them people I know can do their job the people who i still have question marks with you need to be in passing on the field i mean well like i said you're, Bayless, you Bayless, you might end up seeing but like lucas patrick uh uh um um he can do his job we know he can do his job
1: i don't now, know if he can, can he stay, stay healthy, healthy is a different I, listen, story
0: when he's on the field he's fine but i don't know if he
1: can stay healthy hey so that's why i don't want to see him in no no preseason nothing like that guess what if he get hurt let it be a game i'm cool with that <laughs> let it be a game Vayles Jones not practicing?
0: Is he hurt? I don't know. Nah, he needs to be in pads. It's just it's one it's it's a tough situation, right? Because realistically, I we they don't have to tell us what's wrong with them, so we're not gonna we're not gonna get it told to us what's going on with the, the with the team. We're not gonna get told to us, right? What injuries happened? I don't know what happened with. Uh, uh, cody Whitehair today but that's another big injury loss to your offensive line a unit that you thought was going to be pretty strong this year you're down basically you're down to your third string center and that's doug kramer and that's not a good place to be right now and so you're gonna probably have him out there trying to get a ton of reps in there yeah i mean like i'm just it's it's a situation for me now where it feels like the bears are in preservation mode because of all of the names that i just listed that You're going sense. into Saturday's game in preservation mode. You know you can't lose any more of these guys.
1: That makes sense. How many people have we cut so far? What is the roster down to now? Do you know do you have that number? I know. Well, there's only
0: one cut down day now. So you go from 96 to 53 in one day. It's on the 27th. Yeah, but
1: we've released some people since then. Like we've released Buddy Johnson.
0: Yeah, but we but we re-signed mugs. True, we did. So like we dropped we somebody, we pick somebody up, all of that stuff, right? Gotcha, you, gotcha, you, gotcha. You. But it's gonna be, yeah, no, it's it's all it's all one big cut down day now um the, the concerning that. part for me right now eddie jackson not practicing today he was shaking up after hitting michael Pittman yesterday you like we talked about in one-on-one mm-hmm. drills cody goes out seemed like it might have been a dislocated finger i just i just want to see listen i just want to see this bears team healthy get into the season but i also want them to be ready because we bought we both talked about right like this first game versus the packers is important you can't come out and lose this first game versus the Packers, the first game they don't have Aaron Rodgers, and they're trying to figure out what the heck's going on with Jordan Love. And Jordan Love ain't looks good. I don't think he's as impactful, dog.
1: I just don't. I don't think the, I don't think the Packers – I get it. I understand historical context. I understand it's our rivals. I get all of that. But whether we win or lose that game, we know it ain't going to be because of Jordan Love. Like we know, like we know, we know what it is. Like ultimately, I'm just not concerned about the Packers. What should I be? That's, I mean, that let save that for the second matchup. I think the second game we play them, it's way more impactful than the first one. Way more. And for me, that's just personal. I think that's how we should look at it. When you look at who we play afterwards, we play the Bucks, and then we play the not the Bills, but the Chiefs, right? Yeah. Those two games are way more important than playing the Packers. Now I get it. The division, you want to make sure all of that. But Well,
0: and that's the problem. It's basically a double loss, right? When you lose to the Packers, you don't just lose to the Packers. The Packers win. Now they start off ahead of you they in the division. Ahead. You don't want to put yourself in that position. I, I think it's not only important from that standpoint, but also from a momentum standpoint. Guess what? If it's one-on-one, or, or if you go go into that Chiefs game one and one because we beat the Bucs and we lose to the Packers, uh, you, you're heading towards one and two. I don't feel great about being able to go in there and, and dominate the Chiefs, even with Yannick Gakwe on that defensive line creating pressure. Because I've seen pressure be created by a lot of teams versus Pat Mahomes, and he still kills them. I think that it's a tone setting game. You you go out there versus this Packers team, and and that's a game where you're setting the tone. And you're setting the the theme of your season. And go back to that 2005 2006 season, or I'm sorry, 2006 2007 season, where the Bears go to the Super Bowl. And I'm not saying we go into the Super Bowl, but it's a it's a game for me where you get an opportunity to okay, we win this. We're going in against a terrible butts team. We could be two and one going up against the the uh, coming out of that. Uh, 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 Kansas City game or you win those two and somehow you find a way to beat Kansas City. Now you're sitting three and zero, and you just beat one of the best teams in football. I think that is I think that's a that's how you start your season off with the right your right foot forward. You got to beat that Packers.
1: I like Matt's comment just because I can tell he's new to the show. Uh, but he's right. You know, maybe a true diehard football fan has been watching since the 80s would absolutely agree with that. And it's cool. Uh, those same football fans would also sit there and admit that they were 22 and five against one particular guy. Oh, well, what's Brett Favre's record against us?
0: It's it's pretty much on par with Aaron Rodgers, On par
1: with everything else. Right. So realistically, the allure and what we're aiming for, if your biggest thing right now rolling into the season is no matter what, let's just beat the Packers. You aren't a true fan.
0: No, I. Our think goals it,
1: and aims should be started- bigger than beating the freaking Packers, who don't even know what the heck is going on. They don't know what's going on there. If your only goal is, hey, we need to beat the Packers, move on. It's big. It's bigger fish to fry in the freaking division.
0: Not, <laughs> hey, beat Detroit. How about that? Let's beat Detroit. Let's beat. Well, here's let's the beat thing, Minnesota. though. You can't. You can't put yourself behind the eight ball by losing to the Packers. Right, like that's that's the thing. You've got two teams in your division that probably are going to be a lot more competitive. The Packers are, and and the Bears right now are probably bringing up the rear. If you want to put yourself in a good position, losing to the Packers ain't the way to do it. <laughs> you hey. got to start. No matter who it is, starting your season off one and zero is important. But starting your season off one and zero versus a division opponent that puts them at the bottom of the division is way more it's important true. than any. Like if you lose to the Bucks, you lose to the Bucks. It is what it is. But if you lose to the Packers and they, oh, they're they 1-0 and ahead of you, now you're already putting yourself behind the A-ball in your division. Now you got to fight your way back. I get it. Totally get it. Totally
1: get the logic behind it. But there's a chance you lose that game. There's a chance you lose any of these particular There's games. a chance you lose every game. There's a chance you lose every game. It just doesn't carry as much weight to me for that particular game. Half the people who watch football, they don't even care the fact that they are divisional rivals. They just say it's just the Packers. They just want to beat the Packers. That's it. They don't care about what it means in the standings and anything like that. Half the people you talk to, especially from bar to bar in Chicago, don't even think that way.
0: They well, don't. Yeah, I mean, they. they you still things. you still want to be able to beat your rivals. Like, I mean. I, yeah, no, I get you. What's we, wrong we, with that?
1: splitting hairs on that part. The, the thing is, we looked at our schedule and we saw a bunch of teams and we were like, we got a real chance to beat them. And if we can beat those teams. Now we have now we're having a totally different conversation. We can, if we lose to KC, now everyone's gonna say, Oh, you lost to KC. But if you lose to KC and it's by a field goal last second, you're like, Okay, wait, we almost beat KC. That's a different thing, but that doesn't mean you lose to the the, that doesn't mean anything
0: though. If you lose to KC and it, it means something, if you lost to the Packers, like that's what I'm saying, losing to KC, you you lost the game, it's one on the loss, Chicago. It doesn't help anybody ahead of you though.
1: I get, do you think that the Packers are going to be in in any situation to lead this division?
0: I think that the Packers are in a better situation than people think that they are in because they outside of having Aaron Rodgers who is a big part of what they did, they still have a really good run game. They still have, they have a good run game. In theory, what should be a good defense. We'll see if it actually gets you know, utilized uh, uh, the right way, but they got a lot of first round picks on that defense that if they start to pan out, right, the pa- the Packers have become the conversation we've had about the bears our entire lives. That's literally what happened in green Bay. Like literally it's like if the quarterback doesn't screw things up, they've got a run game and a defense that can absolutely help them win games. Well, Pat, I'm glad so you said our entire serious.
1: lives because our entire lives, they've had two guys and those two guys, are amongst the best of the best in NFL history so yeah, like in our time like our lives particularly me and you there's been two guys no I need one of those guys is walking through that door they I get it I understand but that what doesn't is our that stadium. doesn't mean that, that the team in that organization right now is a shell of themselves and they're not they're just people are holding that game people are holding that game specifically against the Packers both games not just that first one in higher regard than the Detroit Lions and Vikings. And I'm like, that's stupid.
0: That's stupid right now. That that, that makes sense. But but here's the thing. It's not keeping up with the current state of football. Of the three teams, which one's winnable? Which one can you guarantee is a winnable game? If you can guarantee that the Packers is a winnable game, that means that you should win that game. Like, that's that's my again? thing, right? Like, the Vikings, to me, I think the Vikings is very winnable because I think the Vikings are absolutely going to fall off a cliff. Muzz is sitting here, still got the Vikings second in the division. I'm like, I think you're going to be sitting here talking about a seven- to eight-win Vikings team at best. With, with, because, a new pick up with, with Yannick, I have us second.
1: Which is fine, right? Like,
0: I, like I can could, I could see the Bears being second. I but, got, like, I, 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 second. I just think with, with all of the stats that go into last season with Yana, or with uh, 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 um, how many games they won by one score, 12-1, and one, and what we ended up seeing by the end of the season, how they end up getting beat by the Giants, right? It literally told us, oh, these guys actually did suck, because that Giants team isn't that good. They're better than most, but they're not that good. Saquon Barkley's really good, but he didn't even destroy them. Y'all really got beat by Daniel Jones on an end-around. <laughs> Like, it's, it's, it's like the Vikings to me. I think they're going to fall off of a cliff. I do think the Lions are still going to, like, in my mind, the Lions are still your class of the division, but like, are they? I've I've, I've watched a lot of Lions teams that I'm like, yeah, that's that Lions team should be good next year. And they wasn't. And mothers going to be like, history doesn't matter.
1: Eh, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, say what you want to say,
1: but eh. Like, uh, listen, I get it. And and, and this is going to be one of those things where, like, I told you ultimately I have two games that mean the most to me watching this particular team because I don't I don't think we're going to be a Super Bowl team next season. This season, I don't think I, I I think I know it can happen quickly, but I don't think we're gonna be super bowl team. I think we're like one or two seasons, we're two seasons away yeah. from that being a real conversation. So to me, it's like, hey, I just want to see the best out of Justin because that's ultimately what's missing so to me how he looks against his contemporaries matters him being good against stroud matters him being good against any of the rookies, to me those are the games that are more impactful because i'm looking at this as a real development year for fields i'm yeah. not looking at this as oh we have to make the playoff stuff like that no i've never i've never st- stood here and say hey this need we need to make the playoffs i said we need to develop our talent And development doesn't always mean win.
0: And if you watch, if you have
1: good games and we are progressing, right? We're all going in the right way. We will feel good. Justin goes eight and nine, we've or eight and eight because we got to buy eight and eight, whatever it is. We feel good about it. If those games were close and he looks totally different than he did last season, we feel good about it. The city feels good about it. If we go 12 and four, but he looks
0: worse than Mitchell Trubisky, we're like, yeah, we're 12 and four. Yeah. We don't have a QB. Yeah. No, I get you. But but here's here's my thing with it, right? And I think that this is if you watch 1920 drive today, this is the one thing that the the number one nugget I took away from it. Um the Bears' goal this season is to win the division. And it's not just like the cliche, we're gonna, we're gonna go out there and try and make this and do this and and try and get it. No, the Bears' goal this season is to be division champ. So they're talking about going out there and trying to have a 10-11 win season. They realize that the division is up for grabs. They realize that week one versus Green Bay is the most important thing that you have to start off your season with because that puts you a step in the right direction. You also have – and here's the main thing about it, right? It puts you a step in a direction in a week where I don't – I believe Minnesota plays – I don't remember who Minnesota plays off the top of my head. Uh, Let me look that up. But uh, Detroit plays – uh uh um kansas city you're so you might be in opening, a situation where detroit you might be in a situation where detroit's already starting off the season 0 and 1
1: yeah, vikings play um vikings play the bucks game uh week one they play eagles week two charges week three
0: vikings should beat the bucks the vikings, vikings should, should beat the bucks but the, the eagles vikings is going
1: to be a good game Chargers, they got a, they have a much tougher schedule than we do much but tougher if, schedule
0: no, well, they should. They were above us. But sure. it's, it's, it's one of those things where you're in a position now where we can't say that Kirk Cousins can't choke a game versus Baker Mayfield. Baker when Mayfield week one is probably going to be a dog. We know Baker will give you that game, man. Baker's going to give you a game where you're just like, oh, snap, this is it. And then he falls off a cliff. That's fully what I expect to happen here in, in, uh, in, in, in Tampa Bay. But what I'm looking at is – Okay, week one, Detroit's going up against Kansas City. That puts them behind the eight ball. Week one, we play Green Bay. If we can come away with a win versus Green Bay, that puts us possibly alone at the top, maybe tied with the Vikings at the top. Like, you just don't want to put yourself in a situation where you're already looking up going, man, all right, we got to climb out of this hole now. Now we got to win next week versus the Buccaneers because we got Kansas City the week after that.
1: That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price.
0: Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And that's the game where you like, ah, it might be crazy. We'll see. And again, football's a weird sport, right? Like, we could sit here and be... Concerned and and losing our minds on this, and Travis Kelsey could twist an ankle and not play versus us, right? Like, there's a million things that can happen where seasons can change in an instant in the NFL. But for me, I just think that, right? Like, you're putting, I think even this move that we're talking about, Justin Fields not playing in Saturday's game versus the Colts, you're preparing for Green Bay. You're making sure you've got your quarterback for Green Bay. You're making sure that you've got your offensive line, hopefully as intact as it can be for Green Bay. You're making sure that right, like all the concerns about continuity and all that stuff that we've seen. Clearly, Matt Eberflus is seeing enough from his first team offense because you're not putting DJ Moore out there with PJ Walker. <laughs> I'm, I'm not put. I'm not putting. I think you could. They played together. You could. You could, but like, what, what sense does it make? Right at that point, you're just going, uh, you know, like we just want somebody out there to run some routes and maybe see something different. I'm not throwing that guy out there. I'm not ri- if I'm not risking Justin Fields, I'm not risking the number one weapon that I got that I brought in to pair with Justin Fields.
1: Yeah, I, I listen. We got the talent. I know we code. I know this is probably the the best offensive talent we've had in a long time. I'm I'm on the fence on who should be playing what you i've made my stance very very clear as to who should be playing and who shouldn't uh ju- protecting justin because you think something if he gonna happen in a preseason game i get uh against this particular unit like i that energy coming into another game uh so you're trying to take my qb out early huh i i got you yeah, yeah. so we ain't gonna run we ain't gonna run that like that's gonna be something where somebody gets fined because now we fighting on the field and stuff like that i can see you trying to avoid a situation like that and that's all I looked at. As well, soon as I saw that play, and we got on, a, and we got on a, a restream, I was like, "That's probably why he ain't playing." Because yeah. that's the only reason I wouldn't play him. And I think as a competitor, it's probably the only reason Justin Justin would even like be okay with that. Like as as if as if he ultimately had a choice. But like, yeah, and that's the thing. Like he doesn't
0: have a choice or a say in the matter.
1: <laughs> like, not Yeah, he don't. Like he got to play. You got to play. But like that's that's the only thing. It's like, hey, listen, we can't risk that, and we got to make the investment. I get it. But everything else in regards to that, I'm just like really keen on like if we're going to if we are going to win the division, we have to win the games that don't we have to still win the games, not just against our division uh rivals and stuff like that. But the other games that matter the most is because realistically, Green Bay has the easiest schedule. Yeah. Green the Bay has the schedule is
0: actually pretty easy, too. I'm not going to lie to you.
1: Ours is not that bad. Detroit's is.
0: It's like it's hard, but it get hard it's, at moments. But for the most yeah. part, you can see them winning. Like that, Detroit has what I like to call they have their they have their sections of the season where it says that's going to be the real test. That's going to tell us what we need to think about Detroit because how you go in this stretch of games is is going to be that. But Detroit schedule ain't that tough either. Looking at looking at the Packers, the hardest games they got probably against us.
1: Well, Chargers, Chargers. Yeah, probably, probably against us. <laughs> like, probably against us. Like I, it, it is what it is, you know. Like, uh, but that's also the expectation for that team. Like, like, let's be clear the Packers
0: make the playoffs. Something miraculous happened. And that's okay. Well, I think, that, I think that's before. the thing, right? Like, people have the Packers at the bottom. And I can see the Packers if Jordan Love is god off when he's just throwing picks left and right, being at the bottom. I can see Damn, them being you, one of did the, you
1: see the practice?
0: 100 percent but here's the thing he looked Out- bad on tape outside of how jordan how do you think
1: he looked in person
0: he did look bad he looked bad. He you look looked bad when I tape, how'd you look in person <laughs> here's my here's my thing though i that can rem- I, real, I, I, uh, just, just like wondering? just like kirk cousins right i can if i don't believe in you i can remove you from the offense without removing you from the offense or just like Jimmy Garoppolo at times in San Francisco or just whoever it is right like I can sit here and say you getting 15 passes in this game because you're not going to screw this up for us we're going to find a way to win without you but you need to be able to throw this deep ball when we ask you to do it because this play is going to be so wide open I wouldn't be surprised if we saw that and outside of that everything else is the same. Like everything else on the Packers team outside of that is the same. And there was times even last season where Aaron Rodgers just wasn't clicking with Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson. And so he was like, I'm, we not, we're not going to throw the football as much. So I wouldn't be surprised if now I think it's highly unlikely that if they try and sit there and have Jordan Love drop back and throw the football 25 times a game that you're going to win a ton of games. But I wouldn't be surprised if the Packers found a way to engage that running game and make that the focal point of their offense. But if you do that – right just like with the bears over all these years you have to have an elite defense
1: (laughs) and And the one thing
0: that we ain't seen is the packers with an elite defense yet and that's that's the
1: one thing i i I want people to understand do i want i'm i'm not because people gonna take this around with it like i do with a lot of stuff on the stupid show right i gotta clarify some stuff Mm -hmm. i want us to beat the packers however the real test and real purpose of this season if we know that the chances of us winning the super bowl ain't all that great is development development what does that look like hey some some like some fluky stuff can happen in green bay can win like so i'm not so much tied to that win loss column as i am to the development of my players and when you have that mindset and I know what's different, and people don't want to hear it. Oh, well, so what? This is kind of what they think of on a higher level, which is why you have GMs that will be there with, like, horrible seasons, and all of a sudden they, they really – you're looking at what pieces do I have, how they're developing, and like, all right, now what's missing to get to the next level. We're trying to evaluate three key pieces here. One, we're value believe it or not, you're evaluating your coach because we ain't had a good one. Matt Nagy had hit, was like lightning in a bottle, and then once he got figured out, that was it. We're still evaluating Eberflus Like, we really are. Yeah, You're evaluating Justin Fields. You really are. Newsflash. Don't work out. You think he's still going to be here or still going to get the same? No, they're not. That's not how this new NFL works. You're evaluating those. And now you're really evaluating some of the money you've invested on your defense. You got We got a lot of one-year deals that makes us feel really confident. You're evaluating that, too. Like, is it worth bringing back? Like, so you're evaluating a whole lot and you're taking a certain, you're taking calculated risk from Ryan Poe's perspective. And you have to look at it from there. If we don't, if we don't, you know, do well record wise, but we play really competitive football and stuff like that, and Justin looks better and stuff like that, we have all the pieces to run it back. Now it's about, all right, let me resign these guys to run it back. It's truly evaluating from that aspect. Right. That's not a fan favorite, but that's literally what Ryan Poe has to do. He has to evaluate it from that standpoint because anything can happen on that field. But do I have the talent in there to get me to where I want to go? Are we trending in the right direction? If that answer is just you're going to see a lot of these people get their, get re up stuff like that. And we're going to be a, a, a force to be reckoned with for years to come. If it's not, I'm in the right moment to blow it up because I got enough draft capital. I could do this. I could do that. And I, I have the cash. Cool. Let's let's just run it back. Fire quick and, and just retool it. That's what that's where we are. We're not in anything solidified because you ain't seen it. Any person in this chat that say, "Oh no, but we're here," shut up. You're lying. You ain't seen it. You ain't seen nothing to hold your hat on yet. It's a true development year.
0: I think. I think it's a development year from the sense of Justin Fields, right? But it's not a development year for the sense of what the Chicago Bears are trying to do. That's why you go get Yannick kangakwa Bears are trying to win. They said as much in, in nineteen twenty. like they? They're trying to win the division. This is not, you know, we're trying to take this slow. We want to see what Justin Fields become. Of course, you want Justin Fields to develop while you're winning, but the Bears are not sitting here. You're not going to see the game called like we saw it called last season. Bet not. You know what I mean? Like you're not going to see the game <laughs> not- called in the second half of games like it was called last season. And so for me, yes, this is a development year, but this is not a year of, OK, If Justin Fields wins seven games, but he's a 4000 yard passer and he gives you another 500 years. Right. Like the team feels good about it. The, the, the team is telling you right now, I'm not worried about development. I'm worried about winning games. Justin Fields developing at that same time. That's great to see. And I'm glad. And, and, and it sounds like Matt Eberflue says that he's seen enough good things from him to not play him. But this team is worried about trying to put the team in a position to keep winning. Because at the end of the day, guess what? Like you said with Flu's Fluce is is in a evaluation period right now. But let me and add you something, because
1: something key real quick. So if Justin Fields doubles... His passing yard total. He doubles his production, and he wins four more games in that process. That's not
0: a good season? No, you won seven games, but it's a good season for Justin Fields. You feel better about your quarterback, but you won seven games. Now, granted, I think that's their floor. Considering that we won three last time,
1: I think it's, that's – mind you. But – but, improvement. but I, Improvement. You, I'm, I'm talking about my QB. Finally, looks like a QB I can trust.
0: But the thing is, right? Why did You're you winning win
1: situations and, and and again, we have. I mean, listen. If we lose against the Vikings, depending on how you lose, you you'd be like, all right, so we lost against the Vikings. Like the Vikings, who went what thirteen and no, whatever we they went.
0: The Vikings. The Vikings aren't good. I keep telling Moses. the Vikings aren't a good football team. The Vikings have an aging defense. They have a quarterback that has one option realistically that he trusts going to, and literally most of the time when he going to that option, it's just like he down there somewhere. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm just, I'm just, the Vikings are not going to be good this year. Their offensive line has question marks on it. The hey Pat, I'm, has- I'm sorry,
1: you sound like Charles Barkley. What? Hey, you know what? No, we actually tried this last season. Every time you said somebody wasn't going to be good, they end up showing out. Shut up. Nah No, you did that. That was you. That's that's a path designer thing. I'm gonna go back and find. I'm not gonna do that work. But it was
0: it was it was just Kyle Lowry. That was the only one that that ever bit me in the butt. Kyle Lowry always cooked when this man said Kyle Lowry was trash. Next game, 30. Hey, Kyle Lowry definitely put up like 35, 40 points on us. Hey, but that ain't my fault. Listen, I have to assume you can't guard Kyle Lowry, dog. Come on. Hey, fam. Listen, all I'm saying is
1: there is (laughs) evidence that the moment you say somebody's trash, they have the best game of their life, and you've said it multiple times. It's on. 17, 16, hey, 17 listen. games. I need you to shut up. Like nah,
0: it's, it's it's a long play game, right? I said the Vikings was trash the entire time they was winning 13 games. I said it was trash the whole season, and then by the end of the season, Muzz was like, hey, they're kind of trash, they just keep winning. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: hey. all of a sudden everybody was on my side it was just hey, hey, kinda, you can't
1: be kind of trash and win 13 games my no nah, you it's can hard.
0: though you can't know you, nah, nah, they, hey listen they were, they were
1: i get trash. what you're trying to say no nah,
0: they was trash
1: i get what you're saying bro but bro, if listen, i'm down at listen, half but i listen, keep finding a way to win
0: every, i'm not trash
1: i'm good you want to know who also was down most of the important games and they still pitch. found a way to win the hey, chiefs bro.
0: It don't the matter. The Chiefs
1: was down, like, every playoff, like, like two, both, all playoff games, they was down at half, looking like trash. Nah, dog. They I found agree. a way to win. Every they got it done. Every single
0: statistical category from last season outside of that win-loss column says, I don't know how y'all pulled this off. <laughs> Y'all should not be this good. <laughs> and if I'm Kirk Cousins because we got hey, hey, listen, in this, that's hey, what I'm gonna say. <laughs> they won a game, they won a game off of what was it, a 65 yard field goal, bro? Like, nah, bro, nah, come on, bro. baby.
1: That means I got one of the best hey, kickers in the game. Hey, 65 hey, yards, hey, what hey, are you talking about?
0: Hey, stop playing were with your cheeks, bro. They just found a way to win at the end of the day. I don't know how, listen, and how they did it too, like the record and one score game. It, it'll never happen again. So now it's like you saying at a, at best, right? At best, you're flipping half of those one score games into losses. So you hey, flipping half of 13 games into losses.
1: All I'm saying is this. This is a very, very unique comment because it's kind of like, it's, it's, it's kind of facts. I ain't going to lie to the you. The
0: Vikings are James Harden. They
1: are James Harden. Shout out but, to Steve-O. Hey, hey, hold on. Shout out to Steve-O. And y'all know I'm not a James Harden fan. But I have actually said on tape multiple times. James Hart is going to go down as a top shooting guard of all time. And I hate it.
0: He's going to go so down. You can call it what? trash.
1: You can say whatever you want he to. He's going to go down as the what? He's going to go down as a top shooting guard of all time. He's so going to be like top. He's going to be fringe. He's going
0: to go five. down as the top shooting guard of all He's going to be French
1: top five shooting guard all time.
0: No, 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 no. That's not what you just said. You no, no, no. You said no, no, no. I said a top shooting guard. I did say deep top. No, 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 no. You're not going to wringo me. You're not going to ringo chat, me.
1: You're not going to go down as chat, A me. What guard. did he
0: just say? Chat, what did he just say? He's
1: going to go down as a top shooting guard.
0: Chat, what did he say? Fam. You Chat. better
1: stop playing with me, bro.
0: <laughs> you better stop playing with hey, me. Hey, yo, hey, yo, bro, hey, I'm yo. wearing
1: Jordans right now. This not
0: playing, playing with me, old. bro. Did he say Steve o saying you said a top? I, I heard the Thank top, you. bro. I don't Thank know. That now you. he will go down as a top shooting guard of all time. Hey, Lamar said you said the top. I don't hey, know. Hey, Lamar that.
1: lying through his, his Twitter fingers right now, right? <laughs> <I don't laughs> know right now, I, gotta I, run I never, you ain't never heard. I never only think he and Michael Jordan got in comms, they both black. <laughs> listen,
0: hey, I gotta <laughs> run this tape back. I don't know about that one, dog. But either, hey, listen, no. a top shooting guard of all time, yes. But the tough part is, right? Like outside of here's here's my biggest thing with Harden. Um, and this is a complete sidetrack, but but you know, it, it's kind of news based on what he was going on with him. Um I question. Now, you can't question the final stats. The final stats are in. What I question is how good James Harden actually was, because the second that they said, we're not calling that stupid move that you have made everything off of, James Harden quickly became a 19-point-a-game a guy. <laughs> he, how You, you dropped from 30-something to 19 points a game in one season. That's tough. The second that they changed one rule, listen, they changed mad rules around Kobe, and Kobe was like, "All right, I'm gonna just keep, I'm gonna score more now." Actually,
1: hey, listen, <laughs> I'm just gonna just say this: I'm not disagreeing with you, but it, it before those rules changed, my man was averaging like a double double at twenty, like nearly twenty five and ten, like four or five straight seasons, and it's like, just go look his stats up. Like for oh, anybody no, in chat, listen.
0: No, I, I know see. you know him,
1: but for anybody in the see. chat, because we all I think most of us just don't like his style of play, and that's cool. But you have to remember, history is not gonna be told from where we sit now, it's gonna be how did he stack up statistically yeah. against his contemporaries and the other people that played his position. And when you do that comparison, which is not fair, it's not fair because we know why his numbers look that way. <laughs> You're gonna be like Dag, this man is gonna
0: be hey, everybody wild, wild, really wild. went back. Everybody really went. Shout out to the chat. We got the best chat on YouTube, bro. Hey, Cartier said, okay, I just rewatched it. He said eight times. <laughs> like, hey, Davis is- as long as y'all got my back, hey, I bro, appreciate it. Hey, you. bro, bro. I thought I thought I thought you had a I thought you had an A D moment, bro. <laughs> you, hey who's fam. Who's fam? Who's
1: if I mom? said if I said he was the top, I promise <laughs> you right now first of all that was where phrasing I right, gotta get better at that but anyway <laughs> anyway I would I would just log off I'd have logged off bro ain't no way in Chicago with joys on my feet I'm gonna say James Harden was the best time I'm a Kobe fan on top of that
0: I got nervous I got nervous bro I got nervous everybody went back they said you said hey I'm gonna shoot you some bail on it. <laughs> I love crazy. it man Oh man, upon <laughs> Mike Davis said right upon further review, the ruling on the field stands. A we're gonna have a first down. Uh <laughs> but no man. Hey, Kenny,
1: Kenny might be right. <laughs> I <did. laughs> hey Kenny, guess what? It's just jokes because uh it makes for good content and, and you know polarity with on the show. Uh, my, my vocabulary is superfluous to you so i don't want to sit there and talk over your head All right, uh, here we go just, Yeah, I, and listen i just i don't want to do that but i appreciate you commenting because guess what it helps the algorithm and it helps the it helps the show so thank you for commenting. i appreciate it
0: um <laughs> hey, man uh man we sat here and talked about this bears team that that tell you football right the Bulls' schedule dropped today and we were supposed to jump into that, but like we got six minutes left on this show. Actually, we got like three minutes left on this show. But uh, three yeah, minutes. pirate I mean, Bulls schedule came out. How you feel about it? It seems favorable if the point guard position plays out. <laughs> uh, that's how I feel. I, I saw Hayes say forty
1: five games this season. What you think?
0: I'm gonna be honest with you. This Bulls team, and, and here's the here's the funny part about this Bulls team there's a lot that feels like we know that we don't know so coming into the season right we feel like we know exactly what p will is maybe we don't maybe ak's right maybe all of a sudden this is the year where he at least gets to be in a guy that's 15 points a game if he becomes a guy that's 15 points a game that's a massive jump it's only a three-point jump on the statue or no it's a four point jump on the stat sheet whatever it is right that's a massive jump because all of a sudden i got 15 points that i can count on i don't know what the heck kobe white's gonna do i tell you what Putting up 55 in a Pro-Am is kind of crazy. <laughs> like, listen, I don't care who you playing. 55 is nuts. <laughs> you, I'm, like, at a certain point, I'm going to look at you and be like, I'm not going to let you score this next, but I will file you. So, like, to me, right, like, seeing that, you know, I feel better about what Kobe could come into the season as. And at, at the end of the day, you know, there's there's a big, a, a stark difference in this team at one position that I think is going to be the most important thing because of the position we keep losing as point guard. The guy we have in there is a true point guard and he shoots 40% from three. And he's a dog on defense. I I I had a hot
1: take off camera that I'm going to put on camera. You got a what? I had a hot take off camera between you and I, just a personal conversation we had that I'm going to actually put on wax on camera. Uh, DeMar DeRoz is going to end up trading. We meet with him. We're going to be mid without him. They probably trade him to the West Coast because, one, he's toward the end of his career. Probably has one big contract left. Be be worth it. That man's going to be in a L.A. jersey. I don't care which team. Y'all figure that part out for yourselves.
0: Here's the thing, right? Let me ask you this. I asked Hayes this on Locked On Bulls. Is DeMar DeRozan going to be a Hall of Famer?
1: I have to go back and look at what he did in college. But it if, don't
0: even matter. Just based off his NBA career, Demar Derozan gonna be a Hall of Famer. Demar Derozan, I believe, is is right behind Stephen Curry on the all time scoring list by like twenty seven points.
1: Yeah, but that's not why Steph is in the Hall of Fame.
0: No, Steph's in the Hall of Fame for all the rings and all of that too, right? Yeah. But like, listen, like if we're talking about pure scores being in the Hall of Fame, T Max there. I mean, yeah, it, this guy, this guy literally is revered as one of the hardest people to guard in the NBA. He's probably gonna be in the Hall of Fame. Also has the gold medals and stuff like that to go with it. Demar Derozan is probably going to be in the Hall of Fame, and I think that oh he has good. the
1: gold medals. How many gold medals he has?
0: I want to say two.
1: The fact that he has a gold medal, the fact that he was the man on the on his team, the fact that he has twenty thousand points, all of that, he probably will be in the Hall of Fame. He's probably no going to be in
0: the Hall of Fame, right? He's
1: going to be in the Hall of Fame. I, I don't think that's crazy because I mean it's what you've done for the game of
0: basketball, going back to your collegiate time. Uh, Some of these Hall of Famers don't need to be there. I'm not gonna lie to you, right? Like some of these muds just like (laughs) I ain't gonna get into that. I heard Gilbert Arenas and them having this conversation, and I fully agree with Gil. Some of these mugs we put in the Hall of Fame because we feel good. Like it's a good name to put in there. Like realistically, right? Didn't Derek Fisher make it? Yeah, but Derek Fisher is a three. What the heck is Derek Fisher doing in the Hall of
1: Fame? He's a three-time champ. Three?
0: He's a three-time NBA champion because of what?
1: He was on a champion, the most dominant. run. He won, a, he, he won a, he won a threepeat.
0: Because he was Kobe Bryant's teammate.
1: He wanted. Th- hey, listen, how many Celtics are in the Hall of Fame? Because they were sitting there on Bill Russell. No, no, team. no. Uh,
0: but all of those Celtics were dudes that also put up like twenty something points. A yeah, game I get you. Or high scores and like like they actually were like dominant players.
1: But he was a starting point guard on a team that went
0: to three. And he averaged less than ten on all stats, pretty much.
1: Yeah, the average scoring game was like ninety. I mean, still, the simple right. fact that he averaged eight means he attributed to about eight to ten percent of the score total that game. Pretty good for one guy. I'm just saying. Hey, bro. Like,
0: Derek Vlade Fisher.
1: shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame either. I said I don't know about that one. Vlade was actually Vlade actually has championships, and he was actually yeah, but
0: pivotal. Why, but Vlade, what did what did he like? I'm not saying that these guys aren't good players. See, this is the part problem I have with having conversations like that. They're, they're good players. The Hall of Fame is supposed to be the best of the best. I can give you 30 point guards above Derrick Fisher in history. 40 you can point give, guards. But that's
1: Derek not what gets you into the NBA. And that's not, I mean, this is, we have a whole different show if we went down that rabbit hole, but it's not about what you can do as an individual. It's how can you operate within a team and how do you help get that team to where they are? There's yeah. lots of people who you can sit there and say so, are better one on one.
0: So wait, what did Derek Fisher do that helped the Lakers get to where they are outside of that turnaround shot? Think about what, this: that it, turnaround shot it, doesn't is happen. Cool. Is it the career sub five assists a game? Dog. <laughs> like what did like what did he no. do? I, I hear you, but it's <laughs> it's so
1: much more that goes into that. It's 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 pretty much how do you play your role with these juggernauts. How do you not get in the way but always be an asset? And how does that get us to that they brought him back for a reason? If they could just plug anyone in there, we wouldn't be talking about Derek Fisher.
0: Yeah, but, but bro, we talk like-
1: about Derek Fisher in a very high light. Like we talk about him favorably when we talk about the Lakers. When you say who was on that Lakers team, it was really Kobe and Shaq. It was a very top every team. But then you said, but he also had Derek Fisher, who averaged what five points a game? Like he didn't get money assists because you're giving it to Kobe. He's taking more than three dribbles before he shoots. You're giving it to Shaq, who's backing people down in the paint. That's not an assist. You're just giving him the ball. But it's where does he like the ball? How are you setting him up? Stuff like that. It's a lot that goes into that that don't get talked about because we favor now in this offensive heavy game. We favor people who can break them down one-on-one, stuff like that. But there's a reason why Allen Iverson didn't work and get to the finals with Carmelo Anthony. There's a reason why certain people can team up with others. Uh, George Carl also
0: them. hated him.
1: Them. <laughs> yeah. it, it's a reason why you can put together but some teams and it but, just but don't dog, work. Here's the thing. It you takes can, a lot to make it work here, like
0: that. You, you can sit here and tell me about his leadership skills and all of that. That's He's still not one of the best point guards of all time. And guess what?
1: he I mean, Derek Fisher. I thought Derek Fisher wasn't in the Hall of Fame, but I was
0: like, he might be. Like, but but no, like Derek Fisher's gonna be up for the Hall, ain't he? Ain't he coming up for the Hall? He might be. Like that's what I'm saying, right? Like it, like you can't. Your best of the best should be in. Some people have had injuries rob them of their career. That sucks. You want to know who who's had injuries rob them of their career, and and you know he he's probably never gonna make the Hall is uh, uh uh sterling sharp sterling sharp one of the best wide receivers we've ever seen oh sterling he, sharp should make he the play game. he played five sterling sharp not gonna get in the hall he played five years he's not gonna get in mm, true play five six years he's not gonna get in like the best of the best get in and unfortunately that means you have to have the best of the best accolades but that's not the case in the basketball hall of fame we just put Muzz in i don't think so I said that even with Yao Ming, no. I was like Yao Ming was dominant. I don't, I don't, I don't think Yao Ming was unstoppable. But we really putting Yao Ming in because he was one of the few. He's one of the only Chinese players that ever was able to do that.
1: So when you tell the game of basketball and you say, well, how many Chinese players were there? You got Yao Ming. He's one of the first to do it, and he was really good. That's Hall of Fameable.
0: Nah, that's Hall of Fameable. No, nah. because because of what you just said, he was really good.
1: Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We live, so I ain't gonna do that. I ain't gonna do that. But there's a certain argument that we had, where a a historical name was mentioned in a different sport. He broke a color barrier, but statistically, probably wasn't better than most of the people he played against. But he broke a color barrier.
0: Broke the color barrier. Talk about Jackie.
1: I ain't. I'm not saying nothing. I'm just saying that
0: he broke a color barrier. I ain't saying no, no, no. Jackie was great. Was great though. I'm just letting you know, Jackie. Just the the only thing. I always, I, I've said this on the air before. My my uncle said that Jackie Robinson wasn't better than half the players in the in the Negro leagues. My uncle played against. him. He just said he was the only person that was going to sit there and take white people mess. Like that's 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 why he they chose him. He my uncle basically said, and my uncle played for the Birmingham Barons. My great uncle he played for the Birmingham Barons.
1: Damn, and hold on! I ain't never heard this story day in my life. When are you gonna sit there and you gonna say that ten o'clock at night when you should be on your way home? Hold on! What the heck? Oh, is I got going a whole other
0: show to do from the studio, so it don't matter. But no, yeah, no, Jackie. My my uncle told me that he said he said well he said in a much more explicit way, but he said that Jackie Robinson was good, but he wasn't the best players of the Negro League because they, they were better players, but none of them was going to sit there and take the abuse that Jackie went through. They was going to fight back. So you couldn't have that if you were trying to break the color barrier with a player like that.
1: I think the simple fact that DeMar has 20,000 points.
0: I don't even know how we got down this road, right? Like I was I was asking this for a whole bull's reason, and somehow no. we got the so Jackie. I'm trying it, back. I'm, it back. I'm tying it
1: back. I'm tying it back. That's uh, what a that's, good co-host is. Thank does. you,
0: right? Thank you. So here's the thing DeMar DeRozan is gonna be probably in the hall of fame. The question that was gonna come after that was <laughs> Come on, dog. We be we be on a tangent. The question hey, that I was gonna This going is to ask what people
1: guys, come to see. This is how the show got started. Facts.
0: This is how this is how we do. No, the question I was gonna ask after that was right, like, I believe that DeMar DeRozan can play the style he plays for six more years, seven more years. Like legit, like just because it's mid range, like he's going to pick you apart. He could play that style as long as he wants. If you can find the right combination of pieces, why do you move on from DeMar? If you can find right, if all of a sudden all you need is the point guard position to do it, why do you move on from tomorrow? Because you're making yourself worse. I don't think that the Bulls are going to do that. I don't think that AK is going to do that realistically because we didn't see them do that with players that they probably should have moved on from because of injuries and all the other stuff that went into it. And that team just won a championship.
1: <laughs> the reason you do that is because of the decisions you're at your eight uh, year GM made. Basketball is vastly different than football. Football you can sit there and you get a rookie and he, if he's an impact player, like you draft him first round one through three, one through four impact play. He starts right away at most positions, uh, except for QB, they may sit for a minute. Um, but in basketball, top 10 picks, stuff like that, they get drafted. They're expected to develop at a higher clip. They're expected to to, to perform a lot faster. Right now you you've drafted. Most of our team is under 30 from the key pieces that we're looking at
0: all of our team is under 30 outside of Vooch and DeMar
1: outside of Vooch and DeMar and, and
0: Torrey Craig now
1: so so right now that's what that's what you're looking at you're looking at why would I move off of him to get younger pieces to fit my new timeline to give myself a little more wiggle room because we're not gonna go from not making the playoffs to championship we're not that organization has it happened before? Name it. I think it I think somebody's gotten close, whatever. It's a one-off. It doesn't happen often in basketball. This is basketball is truly if you're going to develop a team, it's going to take a few years, unless you do the super team route. So it'll take a few years. So now you've signed Zach, you've got Zach here. You got he got his money. You paid him. You've drafted a young uh uh small Ford. You have younger pieces. Andre Drummond is still under 30, by the way. So, yeah. like you have enough young pieces there was all right let me take these people and like let's work with that so i would move him because one his contract is up it's a contract year 27 million he's gonna he's gonna want to re-up are you gonna tie yourself to him for two three years in his twilight years where you don't know when the fall off is coming so you gotta hedge your bet I'd rather go get a young I use him to get a younger point guard I I use d'Angelo Russell I said d'Angelo Russell as a point guard on the Bulls would, would actually be good. Nearly 40% from the field, think, 17 points a game, 6, just, 7 assists a game. He's played with other stars. He's played along Anthony Edwards. Like, he he can play with a system with another person and not expect to be the guy. Zach is our clear guy. That's why I said that. Now, do I think it's fair that older players are getting treated that way? No, I don't think it's fair. I don't think it's fair that you're, Russ you're, is treated that way. I don't think it's fair that James Harden is going to be treated that way. But DeMar is going to get treated that way, too. Eventually, I, it's going to happen.
0: I don't think so, because here's your problem. your team's not old. the two old guys on your team are Demar and Vooch. Vooch just re-upped again. your team's not old. like the pieces that you need to pan out are all still under twenty four like again. not even under twenty five like they're under they're all under twenty three. hey, i'm I'm not
1: disagreeing with you, but I'm saying you have to look at this is a contract year. I think Demar is going to be worth more. Then we are going to be willing to pay him,
0: but the the difference is now you also have to look at the percentages. How much of the, the contract is he going to take up? Right, like realistically, Patrick Williams, if AK AK reups on him, is going to make twenty to twenty five million dollars a year because it only eats up ten percent of your cap, and that's not that's not bad, right? Money. Like it, like that, it, we we can't think it. Like Demar in a right year now, where Jalen Brown's going to make
1: sixty three million, Patrick Williams making twenty five doesn't scare. me.
0: No, and 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 it shouldn't. But it's it's one of those situations where now, right, like. I just think that the the situation that you've laid out, trading Demar DeRozan doesn't get you closer to that. It gets the the other guys more reps, maybe. But I think that you know you're heading toward a situation where, and it's not to say I, I'm totally against Demar. Right, all offseason I've said if you were going to trade anybody, trade Demar. But I think that's contradictory to what AK is doing. I think that's contradictory to how AKs built this team. You brought back Kobe White. You brought back Al Dasumi. You brought back Nick Lavusevich. AK believes that the team he put together, for better or worse, is a good team. We just need a point guard. You went and got your point guard. Now, I think that if the I don't Bulls, think
1: we've we've solidified our point guard.
0: I think if the Bulls are in a winning situation this year, they're not going to change nothing. I think if the Bulls are struggling, you might see DeMar end up getting traded. You might see Kobe get traded. You might see Vooch get traded. But I I'm I I've my said question
1: this. to you is how much do you pay him? You how know much? what you know what his extension is, or what his extension could be worth. Do you think he gets that back from the Bulls? My, my my commentary is nothing about his play, it's will the Bulls pay him what he's actually worth because we're talking about someone who rivaled Zach Levine in production. You see what Zach just got. Yeah. And we all said he was worth the money. And he was. Yeah, but here's the is thing. Is DeMar going to get that same
0: bag on this same roster with this same regime? DeMar's not going to get the same years, but I would give DeMar that same bag because it's not that much percentage-wise. Zach Levine's max contract is one of the best contracts in the NBA right now. Absolutely. So I would that's absolutely. All he could, that's all he was eligible for. That's all he was eligible for. But it's one of the best contracts in the NBA right now. I'd give it to him. I'd give that to DeMar. So you give them our 40 million a year? Probably more closer to 35. I'd rather see him closer to 35 something a year. But yeah, no, I would if, if he's if he continues to play the way he is. Because I'm not thinking in I'm not thinking in dollar bills no more. Now I have to think of how much of a percentage of the cap that is. What is that? 35 million dollars a year would be That you is a, if, 20% if you percent ma- of your cap?
1: If you maxed him out with Zach's contract, you eventually they take up about, I think, 40
0: to 50% of the cap. And I have 50% to build the rest of my team with? Okay. Because you're not going to go out, unless you go out and you feel like you found, like, the next, right? Like, and even if you find a point guard that's going to be, oh, my God, we got this guy, right? Like, we got our next Tyrese Halliburton. He's on a rookie deal. Unless you go out and get somebody that's a high-money guy. And then you go on the super team route, which is a completely different route. I'm going to get I just realized what time it is. I got to go do lockdown. Hayes is probably sitting in there waiting on me like, why the heck is this man still alive? Uh, normally, he'll just come in and be like, hey, bro, get off live. We got a show to do. So I'm going to go do that. Uh, I appreciate y'all for tuning in and showing love. Y'all should
1: let me talk uh, bulls with y'all.
0: We got a lot of conversation to still have, man. We appreciate y'all. Hit that like button. Subscribe to the page. We do talk Chicago sports daily on this channel. It's the only channel talk Chicago sports. High Chicago talk. For the pettiest man alive, Mr. P. Kid. I am Pat, the designer, back at it again. Y'all stay safe out there, Chicago. One love. Peace. Oh, wait, yeah, I can't end it.
1: Bow. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer
0: calories, and more protein than the leading brands. and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.